Okay. Pals are back with the second installment. We've never said that. Second installment of the Mother's Day special. Big episode. It's oh, one of our oh, oh, oh. currently still one of our biggest episodes we've done before the YouTube days. Yeah. Actually, it's one of our, it's literally one of our biggest prior to YouTube. Gangster. Everybody OGs. loves the moms, yeah. The OGs. Uh, before we get into that, I'm George Boutsalis. And I'm Ricky Liorti. And this is The Pals Podcast. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and your support. If you are new to the podcast because maybe you're a fan of Anastasia and Elaine, which everybody is, we thank you. Please remember to subscribe. We'd, it would mean the world to us. Yeah, please do that. It takes one second. Click the button. Um, we're not going to give too much context. This is a Mother's Day special. We talk to our moms. If you listen to the last one, much of the same. Maybe less loud laughing, I think. We are probably a little more coherent on this one. Yeah, more serious talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was honestly a lot of fun, as always. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah, if you haven't heard the first one, maybe go listen to that one first, too. Give it a listen. Get some context for this one. But you can also listen to this by itself. They're both good. Go listen. And Wait, and happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers out there. And Georgie, what do we say? We want to give a shout out to a uh, a new sponsor and supporter of the Pals Podcast. Um, just a terrific, terrific, terrific company. Uh, my pal, what do you got in your hand over there? Damn, that sounds nice. I put a few of these back. Yesterday, I think. Oh, yeah. We were crushing a couple of them. We'd like to give a shout out. And this is our new, one of our new presenting sponsors, Kingsville Brewery. Uh, we've been drinking the Light A Lager, and it's refreshing, light, premium. And it's a perfect drink to have with your pals on the cottage, in the studio, wherever you are. It's all natural, clean ingredients, award-winning Canadian beer. They're available at your local LCBO, beer stores, grocery stores, and some of the best beer we've had. And big shout out to them because they even gave us this nice red fridge you'll see in our studio uh on youtube so check them out at www.kingsvillebrewery.com or on socials at kingsville brewery yeah love it that fridge is fantastic kingsville thank you so much guys it makes it very easy for me to grab a nice refreshing kingsville canadian beer uh literally right next to the couch so appreciate that and guys as someone who's not the biggest beer drinker i can tell you that uh these are honestly the, the beer is incredible we love partnering with people who we believe in their brand, believe in their product, and I can tell you Kingsville makes a quality beer. Uh, I really enjoy it. Like I said, I had a few of them yesterday for St. Patty's. So thanks, Kingsville. We appreciate the partnership. And uh, yeah, guys, go check them out at LCBO and pick up uh, a pack today. And yeah, only 130 calories per pint. Poof. You know, I could afford to lay off the calories too. So Heck thanks yeah. again, Kingsville. Appreciate that. Uh, guys, I want to give another shout out to our uh, our baby, our, our, our uh, project, our our new platform cast uh for those who are not aware cast is a new social media platform and it's the first social voting platform of its kind we are on a mission to remove the friction to participate in online conversations and what that means is we want to create a place for people that people to be honest authentic curious genuine um and just be themselves online uh you know we want to remove that fear of judgment and reprisal and create a uh, curious community of people that can ask questions, give answers, have healthy discourse, and, and all of the important things in life that help stimulate conversation and, um, and communication. So right now we are in open beta. It's a super exciting time. We just launched the website. So you can now uh, download it from our website, from our social channels, wherever you need to get it. You can go to joincast.co or joincast.co on, on any social media platform and, uh, and download the app today. We're live on Android now and on iOS. Uh, and hopefully soon our, our 
our full web platform will be up. But yeah, get to get to our website, www.joincast.co to download today. We love you all. Thank you for the support so far. And one last sponsor, last but not least, our good friends over at RFP Design. If you haven't been watching on YouTube, we actually have a brand new, sleek, sexy-looking new couch in the studio. It's become a staple of our studio now, and it's gorgeous. And it's from our good friends over at RFP Design. Reliable, innovative, skilled. This is your custom furniture experience transformed. They turn visions into requests, requests into reality. Uh, we've known Andrew Moretti and his team for many years now. And we finally got a chance to work with them. And the whole process was seamless from designing the couch to picking the fabric to the delivery and installation. Everything it was just super easy and convenient. They made our, our job super, honestly, super easy. So if you're looking for any new furniture or looking for any custom projects, reach out to them at www.rfpdesign.com and let them know that the pal sent you. You won't get a discount, but just let them know we sent you anyways just for fun. Hey, throw them a discount, Andrew. There we Come go. on. <laughs> for the pals. But Georgie. LFG, baby. Let's go. Do you house. remember in Japan, my dad singing oh, Frank, Frank Sinatra, Sinatra. and remember. he was just talking? Oh, we, we yeah. all yeah, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we're on. Right? We're on. <laughs> I know. That was so funny. We were dying. That was fun. That was well, fun. because he doesn't sing, he just read the words. Read the words on <laughs> <of> the screen. <laughs> that lip syncing, lip syncing. I got to post this boomerang because I know you girls are going to love it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Rick's up. You, you know we're live. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Oh, we we're ready to go. Okay. Here we go. Wow, the, the lovely ladies of our lives. Did yes. you guys know you're still in the top 10 wow. of total episodes, I think. <laughs> so we're going to move ahead now. It's Let's like try. a Peloton ride. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move ahead. Let's Shout go. out to Peloton, Mike. Shout out to Peloton. Do you know what? True story. So if you guys get a call from, uh, from Cody of Peloton, my fellows know who he is, um, I messaged him. And what happened? Because the other day, he watched the drug race and was like, who's going to win tonight? You know, like, I don't know, Rosé or whatever. I mean, you should cast. And he, did re he didn't respond. No, he you. didn't. Damn. <laughs> hey, but we appreciate you reaching out. But you know what? You never know. One day he may, you know? Yeah. You never know. Yeah. That's it. You, you gotta get him on. Yeah. I messaged Bublé too. Michael Bublé? Yeah. Do you know any <laughs> other Bublé? <laughs> <laughs> or is I that Bubbly? Yeah. I was like, that's so random. Well, we have the Bubbly water there, so I, I figured out. Yeah, they yeah. might sponsor hey, us. Speaking, you never of, know. speaking of, they're not, they're not, but hey, Bublé. Bublé. Is it Bubbly or Bublé? Bubbly. No, that's Bubbly. Bubbly. That's Bubbly. Those commercials are good. Hey, yeah. Bubbly, hit us up. We need uh, Yeah, you never know. Balls. Some sponsorship. Soda water. Hey, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Hey, exactly. Rick taught me that one. Yeah. I, I think that's a big part of life. You know, just shoot your shot. What's the worst that happens? They say no. They, they don't no. respond. They, they don't respond. respond. That's literally worse than well, so They, they respond. You're like, hey, Michael Bublé said no to me. That's sick. <laughs> Do you remember last year? I think, no, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago for your birthday. He got somebody, a boxer, to send you a message. Oh, yeah. cameo. Tito Ortiz. Tito yes. Ortiz. So then <laughs> I, I decide for Ricky's birthday, I want to send The Rock. To send him a message. I think I messaged him 10 times on Instagram. Never answered him. 
Well, ah, the Rock's in our black books well, now. So now I don't <laughs> like The Rock anymore. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Okay, wait, I have a couple of things to add to that. So first, you know he like used Cameo. He didn't like message the guy. No, I messaged him so, yeah, personally. So, the, so there's, a, there's, a, there's an app. I know. Yeah, okay. I use it. Yeah. But, but, but also, The Rock has 200 like million followers. Yeah, that's mm. what Ricky told me. That's yeah. why he's not going to message me. But like, uh, I don't know. Never know. If you don't ask. She wronged her son. She wronged Ricky, my son. I don't like The Rock. I love I that. I don't like him anymore. But <laughs> true story. Remember like one day, I don't know, you made a comment on Instagram for the guy. He's an, uh, an actor. Gary Busey. Yeah, he answered Weird him. Guy. He I, I tweeted oh, at him. That was in university. Yeah, I yeah. tweeted Wait. at Gary Busey. Okay, go ahead. And he answered. And he responded. So he wasn't it called like, me. Wasn't it fake though? Then we determined it might have been a prank call. We we don't know because it was like the, it said the real Gary. Bu like the guy called me and it sounded like him, but we're like, okay, my my number was like openly available back then because I was a promoter. But it was like I tweeted at him, and then he called me. It's like, why would some random dude do this? But I don't know. But still don't we, know. I don't Gary remember Busey. that because we were like, I think we were leaving up on Carling or we talking. It was, I don't know why. No, but I it, was in the, it was in the summertime, I think. But I remember, oh yeah. Maybe it was just up on Carling when I told the story. But yeah, because I remember like Moretti laughing at you being like, hey, Gary Busey called me. And I was like, and there was some kind of underlying joke, but I don't think it was clear if it was real or not, but it felt like somebody was pranking you. Maybe, who knows? Do you know how to yeah. prank that someone got us once? And Kirk in, uh, in, in London. Moretti took this one so personally. So we were promoting an event. I can't remember what event it was. And someone prank called Moretti pretending to be like a real person. And this real person had like a uh, fake Facebook account. Like this was a real, a fake real, a real I fake I person. This. I can't remember the dude's name, but I, I still get his birthday notifications on my Facebook. And <laughs> once a year I think about him. And it was, <laughs> yeah, it's a fake guy. Do you, wish him happy, guy. do you wish him happy birthday? No, never. I just always think I text Moretti. Usually I'm like, hey, it's whatever guy's birthday today. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, fucking, uh. Moretti got so mad, but. Long story short, the guy called one of the, whoever was made the count. I think it was like Kirk or Philsky or someone. They called Moretti and they were like, yeah, we need 30 tickets for this event. And Moretti, like me and Moretti had a bet who was going to sell more tickets or something. He's like, oh, I got like 30 tickets. Blah, blah. I'm like, oh, shit. Fuck, that's sick, man. We're making money. And then the guy was like, yeah, I need a table too. I need like Ace of Spades. And Moretti's like, no, nobody buys Ace of Spades in London. Wait, what's going on here? 30 tickets, a booth, and Ace of Spades? Or something's up. <laughs> So long story short, it turned out to be a fake. But uh, yeah, Murray gets pissed off about that. So could be connected to that. Like, yeah, for sure. Gary Buser called you. Yeah, those guys are yeah, pranks. Somebody. Shout out to those guys in London. Mm -hmm. Kirk and Anfield. They actually both <laughs> messaged me recently just saying, hey, Kirk messaged me like some, give us a shout out for something for like cash, the podcast. Anyway, shout out to you guys. Filsky does it all the time. Yeah, the great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Um, I was going to ask something and I forget now. So. Anyways, let's move on. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had something important. You were telling a story, and I was going to ask him, and I was going to ask them a question about it, and I forget. Anyways, let's come to you. It's all right. Let's keep going. We've got lots of time, yeah. and it's been a while since – actually, it's been a while since we've all been together. Uh, officially? Yeah. Well, no, last time was like our cast launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah the family. So, yeah. Yeah, but together. that was what, still a month and a half ago now. That was No, that was almost two months ago. Early March. Uh, early March. Yeah. March 3rd or 5th or something. Yeah, yeah first Before we went March, back yeah. into deep. Before we went back into like the severe lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, that's how long ago. Well, and I there was Greek Easter vaccine. recently. Yeah, happy yeah, Easter. Yeah, Sunday. Christos Anastos. <laughs> no, I can't Christos say Anesti. Oh, Christos Anesti. Christ is risen. That's it. I was close. I was close. Close. So no gold? Lamb. No lamb? Actually, yes, we did. But we didn't do the full lamb. We didn't do like the whole big lamb on the spit. Uh, we did it. It's called Kodosuvli, and it means like the shorter uh, rotisserie. So the uh, oh, it's that we Kodo. I know. I said I thought it was, was Kota. Kodo meaning 
chicken. I always said I this. learned something new. I, I always know, said this I word. It was I, chicken. I said this to Becca yesterday. I was like, I was like, yeah, it's koto. It means it means chicken on a spit, but it doesn't make sense. So I had the okay, same sorry. Feeling. Let, yeah. I had the same idea. I thought now I get the it. word koto is kota in Greek. K o t k o t a means chicken. Chicken. So you call this dish? It's lamb on a spit, but you. I always thought it was koto suvli, which means chicken chicken rotisserie. spit, chicken yeah. rotisserie. Turns it out means, it means called dog. If you had an end before the T, it means short. Short. It's like ah. short rotisserie. So it's short rotisserie, not so chicken rotisserie. So we got the lamb cut into it's small good. portions, and Chris skewered it and put it on the rotisserie, and it cooked on the rotisserie. It's actually it's amazing. Amazing. I said, I'm not doing lamb in the oven again. I'm just going to do it this way. It was actually really so good. So good. Lamb is so good. Hey, we're going to have like a lamb on the spit before the end of the year, man. This COVID, once everything's open. Well, I was telling John, uh, Ricky... Uh, you know, like every year I have my Christmas party. Yeah. But I always wanted to make a party like Christmas in July. I think it's happening. Come on. Christmas, Christmas in July. Is DJ? About yes, DJ equipment this year, right? I know. Outside? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be dressed as okay. like Santa when like is, a tank uh, top. July 25th. <laughs> July 25th. When is July 25th? What date is that? The day after the 24th. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'll check right now. Uh, yeah. Or we can do, uh, well, June Why, 25th, July which is 25th? six months before. No, June is due to, we're not going to be able to no, have yeah, a lot we of people. Won't be. July 25th is a Wednesday. Or July, no, July 25th is a Sunday. So we do 24th, Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. <laughs> and then you party. Yeah. And then at midnight, we do fireworks or something. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas Eve because in the summer, in July. Sign me up. Okay. Sick. There we go. For all those <laughs> listeners... Are you opening it up to all our <laughs> listeners? No, it's going to be a special slippers, invitation. Who messaged slope, me ma? first? Oh, we might. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the guest list at? How many people are we allowed? Well, it depends. What's the budget? Gonna, what kind of budget are we working with here? I'm going to call Dougie there and... Uh, <laughs> call Dougie and see yeah, we'll by then. Yeah, we'll call Dougie and see if we can do something about it. Okay. I have some connections. Oh, you do? <laughs> no. Not really? <laughs> Actually, the 25th is when you're, yeah, your dad gets the second vaccine. I remember that's right. It's the end of July. Oh, I don't even have a Mine's date. August 25th, I think. My second. Mine is like July 30th. And then I said to him, we wait two days and we see what the quarantine travel restrictions are. Then we book all our trips. Yeah. Well, you see, uh, today I uh, I heard that like some country is going to ask for restriction for the passport. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Vaccine, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? If you think about it, we went to Africa and we had to get uh, vaccines, certain vaccines for what? Kenya? Yeah, you get you, you Kenya, have a, you, and that we had to get vaccines is, on top of what we already had. Yeah, this but is what I makes don't know no why everybody's so pissed because if you go to a lot of Asia, Asia yeah, I know. Whatever, you, you all need if you some really kind th- of a if you really think about this, and people, I'm not gonna go on a tirade today. Yeah, I'm gonna stay calm. But you know, to, to your point, like what you're yeah. saying. When I did my trip around the world, I had to get like nine vaccines. Yeah. I get like, oh, the best I got the rabies one. That hurt the most. I didn't even know I got it. Well, I know why I got it. But anyways, you get typhoid, you get yellow fever, dengue yeah. fever, malaria pills, like all this stuff. I had to get like altitude pills for the, for like Kilimanjaro. I had a, I still have the book. I, can't, I When I travel, I take it with me just to have in case yeah. I get in a medical emergency. Yeah, yeah. So like, you, didn't you probably do it for Southeast Asia? So I, I did a bunch, but did you do the malaria ones? Pills, not shot, yeah. right? So yeah, but they told me to duty. take them and I'm like... There's like side effects is like, um, like yeah, can you, you can go to the bathroom. You can poo a lot. Yeah. And I was like, look, <laughs> I already poo a lot. <laughs> I can't I can't afford to poo anymore. <laughs> not on vacation in a third world country. Uh-uh. I don't use porta potties. I'm not no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you could get sick. I was like, what are the chances I get like deathly sick? He's like, oh, it's like a like one percent chance. It's like Well no, it's maybe a little bit higher. Maybe okay, maybe like five percent chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, take the pills. What are the odds I go to the bathroom? He's like, like twenty percent. I'm like, 
All right. All right. 5% chance I'm dead, man. Fuck it. It's a I'm, not going to, I'm not going to the bathroom any more than I already go. Absolutely not. But that's Any women so listening, I don't go to the bathroom that much. I lied. Rick poops like six times a day. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> fun fact. If you, heard, if you heard that fact, leave us a comment and uh, we'll give you something. Okay, so into the bathroom uh, subject. Okay. Oh, I was going to so okay, go. Let's do on that. Yeah. Cast, I'm pretty sure it was Brit that said, okay, women, when you guys go to the bathroom, do you put a lot of paper, towel, do you squat? Now, I just went to the bathroom, put all my papers. When I went to sit, what happened? Paper fall. <laughs> So I had to squat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Where's the chance? Like I hey, spent all my time. You here. guys, speaking of like doing all that squatting and stuff, <laughs> we're on the bathroom topic. Like Southeast Asia and like India and stuff like that. Like you guys, we met in. Oh boy. Oh George, rookie mistake. Um, rookie sorry. mistake. Um. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, squatting, washrooms. Yeah. Um, in India. In India, it's basically like if you go in the train. So I took the train. It's basically a hole. Like, and so in the train, it's a moving train. There's just like a hole in the ground. You stand and you just like everything flies out. Ew. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like that was in India. So you go like, if you got to like drop a deuce, it's just going to go on oh, the tracks. Oh, but nasty. you know what I understand? It's like, okay, but like what if you're wearing pants? You like squat, lean backwards a little bit. Like. <laughs> it moves to that thing. But anyways, uh, even, uh, rest, even like Southeast oh, yeah. Asia, like Southeast Asia, in like some like restaurants oh and like my God. sketchy areas, it's just a hole in the floor. Even you in like nicer places, it's still like that too. Yeah. Well, oh, like, no, they got the bum guns. Yeah. Oh, those are gross. Like so, it's it's basically like a handheld bidet. But like you don't know oh. if people do it. So like it's like it's like a hose no, in the toilet. You. So it's not. There's a little bit of toilet paper, but there's like a like a spray, like a hose, like a garden hose. Wow, it's better than a hole in the floor. No, no, no but use that. Use that like yourself. post post bathroom. Wash to clean yourself. your. It's good. I don't see nothing wrong. What if that. somebody like, puts it like too close? And yeah. it's like, you gotta touch it. Oh gosh. Oh, can we change? Who's, <laughs> gonna, <laughs> who's gonna put it too close? You I holding? Know, weird no, Ma, but the person who used the bathroom before you. Okay. <laughs> we all have sanitizer now. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's the positive of COVID. Everyone is taking Every, their personal hygiene a lot more seriously. Yes, everything's oh, yeah. a lot more cleaner, but maybe yeah. too clean. now. Yeah. Oh no, my I'm God, okay my with the, I'm okay with the like, too clean though. Yeah, guys, I rather. Do you guys still wash your hands ten times a day? Yes, 20. not ten times, 20? but I know I wash my hands like very. Even often. the little sanitizer, like let's put it like I'm going to Fortino's to beside the store. I get out, I use there. For stores, yeah. I come to my car, I use yeah. my. I stop two minutes after, I use it again. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not this much. I uh, I have a full bottle, like a bottle to pump now in my car, not the little bottle. No, like I, I like, put it there. It's like okay, I'm I in like my car. I like the Laline one. Yeah. It smells so good. Ooh, mm -hmm. fancy, eh? Mm -hmm. I uh, I don't I don't want to use it that much now. Even when I walk into stores, I just do it like a little bit. Or like, oh, this is bad. I'm, sometimes if it's I know it's I walk in a store, I can tell what brands are good because we buy a lot of it. So if I see one that's really crap, I've started to pay attention because now if you notice that like, the ones that are cheap, Slimy. your hands are alcohol. sticky and slimy. Oh, smell God. alcohol. Like, if, just, yeah. It's like so, burning alcohol. So that's because a lot of companies ran out early on. Like Purell can't, Purell can't meet the demand. It's crazy how much people... Like, anyway, so a bunch of, like, other manufacturers of other products just started making sanitizer, and you can make it pretty cheaply. This is the best. Wait, I got to do a side story for this. <laughs> My dad comes in one day, like, early in the pandemic. He goes, hey, like, we just got to mix chemicals, right? We have a lot of chemicals. Let's make some sanitizer. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold on a second. You want to stop everything we're doing? We don't have a production facility. You want to make sanitizer? He's like, yeah, how hard can it be? We know all this stuff. I was like, we're we going to make it. He's like, mix it in the back. I was like, hey, we should not do this. This is definitely <laughs> illegal. 
And people like our director, one of our directors, was like, yeah, Chris, I don't think you can do that. Like, we gotta have health and safety. He's like, I'll look into it. Never, never <laughs> went anywhere. But I remember he made a suggestion one day, like early on, to capitalize. But anyways, what I was saying, when I go into a store, if I see it's that crappy one, I'll just like, and they make, because I tell you, like, make sure you pump your hands. I'll do like a little tiny, like, okay, I'm good, and go in. I hate it. For for me, I, I like it because now. When, before I didn't wash my hands as much It's like you use the bathroom You wash your hands Your hands are dirty You wash your hands But then it's like You don't think about how many doors And surfaces you touch Where it's like Little kids may accidentally You know Wipe their nose And then touch the door handle And you're like It's kind of gross When you think about it now So I started washing my hands A, a little bit more Not I'm not You know Get out of the car Get in the car Hand sanitizer 24-7 <laughs> But I'm definitely a lot more Than I used to be But not a crazy amount Yeah I was not like that crazy, like, you know, people comes with the grocery and take yeah, everything. Yeah, no, we never really. I don't do that much, right? But um, we're conscious I not to touch too yeah. much and whatever. And we take, I mean, I always wash my fruit before we eat it anyways. I always wash my vegetables I before I we eat. I don't wash anything. I just so on that, yeah, on he that topic, wash nothing. so I think in, in North America, there was like 14 people who died of like, some disease that comes from dirty lettuce. E. Coli. E. coli. E. coli, yeah, yeah. From, from dirty lettuce, yeah. specifically. Yeah, yeah. 14 people. Yeah. 14 people in North America. North America, I think, is like... How they consume, how much... Half a yeah. billion people or something. Yeah, it's like 400 million. Or 400 million. I don't wash my lettuce. And my mom goes, what if you get sick or something? If I'm one of those 14 people to fucking go... I was willing to take my chance at 5% in with the malaria pills. Like, are you kidding? If I'm, a, if I'm one of 14... Per, if that's, I, like, if that's like zero, 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 zero. Like, if I'm one of 14 to go from dirty lettuce... It's oh, your time. It's my fucking time. <laughs> Final destination. If I don't go from the dirty lettuce, I'm going to go outside and get hit by a car or something. Fuck. Like, well, anyways. I, if you see no. the green... Like, I can see the green Yeah, if, if like, you okay, can see it, I can if you see can it. see it, that's yeah, a different story. Then you, I, I wipe it down. I don't even wash it. I just wipe it down. I feel like it makes your immune system stronger, though. Like I, Are you like Dwight Schrute over here? Well, no, honestly, <laughs> I really believe that. I, I, I'm not saying this to like sound like whatever, but I, I personally don't feel like I get sick that often. Like I get cold every now and then. But like from as a kid, I would just like eat, like I'd play outside in the woods. I don't wash my food. I should eat it like whatever. Like your immune system adapts to it, I think, over time. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if this is necessarily fact. I thought but I like I really too, but if you notice now, a lot of more kids has the peanuts. Allergies. There's a, yeah. Why? That's proof. But that's a, there's a, so I read something. Uh, it was something I read recently that talks about why exactly why that happens because there's certain things I'm gonna say this for sure wrong so we don't have a fact checker here Jordan but anyone who Jordan. wants to, anyone Where with a are challenge you, Jordan <laughs> just because I'm not Serena fucking Kerrigan <laughs> and I'm Lane fucking yours <laughs> Yeah, that's a big Jordan. Jordan messed up the two most important ladies here today. Yeah, Jordan. Um, but uh, I was I read I was reading this that the reason that peanut allergies has risen in schools is because oh it's in the book The Coddling of the American Mind that's why so they talk about how in like the nineties I guess when we were kids they used to allow whatever like you'd have mm -hmm. anything I'll if someone that. had an allergy you said okay like don't bring peanuts next to that kid yeah yeah now because they're trying to protect everybody. They're trying to make sure everyone is like inclusive and all this stuff. That they're trying to just eliminate stuff that will could cause harm, I guess. So you know, there's a certain percentage that are allergic to peanuts, but it's because when you're a kid, if you're the more you're exposed to as a child, the less likely you are to be allergic to it. I believe that's what the book said. So like, if you're a little kid and you you know you touch peanuts and, and nuts and all that stuff, some people are born with certain ailments and they're predisposed to it. But if you're around it, your body builds up the antibodies. It's all like a virus, basically. It's like the same as like, you know, getting a cold. The more your body's exposed to certain things, it toughens up your immune system. 
when you start removing them and your exposure to it, you don't get used to it, and your body builds up like an afterwards uh, <clears throat> like an affinity to it. So like you don't, your body resists it, and that's why peanut allergies have like tripled or something, quadrupled yeah, since even, the '90s. But even because the you're not milk, allowed to bring peanuts in like any school anymore. Even the milk, like a lot of kids has allergy to just cow milk. So now yeah. it's like almond or goat or rice milk, coconut milk. Fucking and they say, and well, like because everything now where we have our little constants and. Um, six months and she has the f- you know she's still on formula and her mom I distinctly remembered I could not get her into formula every formula just turned her stomach she was on homo milk so regular cow's milk before she was a year I don't know if it was wrong but hey she's there now like she turned out okay she turned out okay <laughs> but you know what I had no other option I said what else and I tried right. milk and it stayed down there was no spit up and it worked yep. I mean Cow milk is for cows, whatever, but you need hey. to give her something, right? <laughs> I l- honestly, unpopular I opinion, milk. I love milk. I, I mean, well, growing, up, milk. growing up in Europe, know, I'm sure my husband was raised on goat's milk, which is mm-hmm. for goats. But, you, do, you know, they, yeah, yeah. sheep's milk's for sheep. But, you know, people still give it to their kids and whatever in the other in other countries. Yep. So. Do, you, do you guys think that kids and, and teens have become softer since our generation? More, yeah, there's a lot more sensitivity, food ailments and that. And I don't know. I think because you guys never really, um, as generations go on, they don't get exposed to the outdoors as much. I think they're very stuck to the computers, indoors. Maybe it's a Canadian thing because I know if you go to New York, kids are out there because they're raised in apartments or small units and the parents get them out there. But the weather is better also conducive to the fact that you can be outdoors. Here, we're stuck in the winter. But in the winter, we hibernate. We don't even go out to ski hills because it's like it's too cold. I mean, I think kids are too sensitive. They're not as, like... I think, uh, like, our parents and grandparents, they didn't have the meaning to do anything. So the kids were alone and did the whole thing, play outside and did their own thing. We were the last one. We were the last one that were able to bring the kids outside and play. Now, the parents... They make the kids even more... They wanted to protect more, right? So you don't go out. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to make nobody suffer, right? We don't want our kids to suffer, but I think you need to learn. You fall. If you're not crying, don't say nothing. But the parents say, oh, my God, she's crying. Yeah. So I think that made a big difference. Well, I have my opinion. Okay, my opinion is yes. Um, but, okay, yes, I do think generations are getting progressively softer and more coddled. Um, I will, like, the book that I was talking about, The Coddling the American Mind, which I've referenced on this podcast quite a few times because that book stuck with me. That book actually like shows that like demonstrates case examples of like how people in general are becoming softer. When we say softer, it's like a, it's a vague term. They're being more like coddled, more like nerfed for lack of a better name. Like, the world is becoming more like bubble boy. It's exa- yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then what, and what that means is like when back in the day when you were go before our time, go when you were like in the 1800s, go any whatever, go back to like the caveman days, like. Back then, a, like a threat or danger was something that could like kill you. Like it was like it would actually cause physical harm to you, right? Like that's what a threat is. That's what danger is. You know, being in the war in an army, like like a, something you could die from, right? That's danger. Today, it's like if I say something that hurts your feelings, that's danger. And I understand, like you know, people say terrible things, so like you shouldn't have to expose yourself to someone treating you like shit and like yelling at you or whatever it is. But. You can leave any circumstance you really, for the most part, if you're online, again, if people get bullied, you can turn your phone off. If you're in a playground, someone's being mean to you, you can go away. I understand when you're younger, it's harder to do those things. But like, 
the calling of the American mind outlines how like on university campuses is where the biggest problem stems right now. And like kids are being taught from like late high school into university that if something like attacks what they think in their head and it makes them feel unsafe, they should like, it should not be allowed. <clears throat> and like, that's what's causing this problem of like, you know, you say something has my feelings, so you're going to get canceled with these things. And like, on top of that, like the, you know, not exposing kids to like peanuts and all that stuff by trying to protect like a few you, you, you affect the many, bubble, right? Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, like, I, I don't, I, I don't want to group it in because like the pandemic's obviously a terrible, terrible, terrible thing that happened, but you can use examples, right? Like you look at how we treated in Ontario. Like we've had two week quarantine. Like, let's talk about just the travel aspect. You fly to Toronto or you travel in there. You have to quarantine two weeks here. At any time that I can think of, you can fly to any state in America and you never have to quarantine on the way there. So you see, like, if you look at the numbers relative, the death rate, like, the average overall rates, percentages of, like, mortality, probably the same, yep. I'm guessing. Like, overall total numbers might be worse because of bigger populations, but it's, like, what, 2% or something or through whatever one? I'm Small speculating percent, here. Yeah. But you see, you're trying to protect, like, the few that are most vulnerable, <clears throat> but you're hurting the many, right? And there's been a lot of stats that have come out. There have been a lot of stats that have come out about, like, increased suicides, in, you know, increased Overdose. divorces, yep. increased overdoses, yeah. like, Domestic like, like, all Domestic these things. Abuse, yeah. So someone I saw shared something recently. There was a paper. So I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but there was a paper that a friend shared. I didn't read it all, but it's from Simon Fraser University, which is a Canadian university in Alberta. And they did a study to calculate the amount of... Is it BC? Is it BC? Regardless, BC, it's West. Whatever. West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. It's they did a study <laughs> to show how much, uh, how many lives like the, pen, the pandemic me government lockdown measures have saved, like how many cumulative hours they've saved, but how much they've also lost. And apparently in the study... The pandemic has saved a total of like, I don't know, 220,000 or something like uh, hours of life in those that they protected or something like that. And it's cost 63 million hours of life. Uh -huh. So if you factor in everybody who's young, who lost years of their life, people who've died too young from overdose, whatever it is, this is a lot of speculation. So I apologize to our listeners if I'm like saying misquoting something. But to answer the question, and that's a long way to answer it, in terms of like the coddling aspect, everything in general is like, People that the people who are in power, people who know what's best, whether it's parents, whether it's like, you know, politicians, all these things. It's like we have to protect everybody. So the measure should be applied across the board <clears throat> when that's not really how we've been raised. Our aunt, our hair, like us being here, sitting here right now, we're the strongest DNA line. We're the strongest lineage. Our ancestors, ancestors, ancestors didn't die from from lions in the jungle. They didn't die from fires. They didn't die from starvation. They made it this all this far. And now we're saying we don't know what we're doing. Let's protect everybody. To make sure we keep the few safe. That's my diary and that's my rant there. <laughs> but but honestly, it's really like I just anyway. So basically, what you're saying is that everyone's become softer. Not no, no, just not everybody, teens. but like it just as a society as a whole. Society as a whole. As a society as a whole, for like it seems like for the most part, people are more prioritizing the greater good. Yeah. But it's not really doing that. The the thing that drives me nuts about that these was a lockdowns. Crazy I don't even know how long that was. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Eight minutes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it might have been. Um, the part that bothers me about the pandemic, and once I say this, we're gonna switch topics because yeah, because it's Mother's actually, Day we're talking I, about. Yeah, I saw a meme actually. It was really funny. It's like I'm just gonna stop pretending that COVID exists. Pretend I've never even heard about it. It's like, oh, how you been doing during these COVID lockdowns? Like, what? We're locked down? What are you talking about? <laughs> What's going on? So I think I might try that next week. I I really think I'm gonna try. But um, on that like that last topic about COVID is they're using a blanket form to kind of cover everyone. Well, what's best for a 20-year-old who's just finishing school, who's, what's best for a 30-year-old who just invested all their money in a business, or best who's a 40-year-old who just had a kid and just bought a home and needs to make the mortgage payments is not the same as what's important to a 50, 60, 70, or 80-year-old. 
everyone has different needs. Everyone has different responsibilities. Everyone's in different places in their lives. So to say that, okay, we need to lock down and these people can't work and these people, like you're literally taking away the chance for people to survive. And like, look, I'm in a good place and you know, everyone here, we're fortunate enough that our lives weren't too negatively affected or maybe we even weren't negatively affected at all by the COVID pandemic. But what about the people who were? People who lost their businesses that they worked 10 years, 20 years to build. What about the people who lost their, maybe not their homes, but who've lost all their luxuries that they've had in life, you know, being able to travel, being able to do these little things. There's so many people that lost themselves. Anyways, rant over on that. Okay, so one thing here has nothing to do with COVID. There we go, perfect. Nice segue, I like this. Uh, Can we bring some older guys? Because I think I'm the oldest one (laughs) they ever been here in the podcast. You want us to bring older guests? Well, I don't want to be the oldest. I want to okay. be a record of something, no. but not the oldest. She's maybe. Yeah, close. who was the oldest? Unless you bring the guys here. We got to get an episode with Frank, Frank and Chris. Yeah, yeah, that way I won't be I don't even oldest. know. They would not say. Actually, we could get them going. If we just started oh, that yeah. conversation there, that would be a whole <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Talk about, about business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay, something going. Yeah. That's it. But anyways, on that topic, I think we should shift gears, but it's just. Yeah. Anyways, there is brighter days. And at the point too, like I mean, I go on like I go on this rant. I actually, I think me and you together, I've seen you quite a bit. We've made an effort to like we don't talk about it too much anymore. It's like, what is the, you're wasting your breath? Like it's it's exhausting. It is exhausting. But you're like also me and you are in very fortunate positions where we have so many exciting things to talk about that have flourished because of the pandemic, right? Like for sure. Think about this podcast. I'm not saying it took off because of. I'm not even saying that it took off in general, but. We got fortunate that we got so many cool guests because of the pandemic. You know, like Donovan Bailey, Penny Alexak are two prime examples of people that if the Olympics were on, we probably wouldn't have got them. We had so many other cool guests and we still will continue to get more guests because mm-hmm. of that. Our our app, Cast, which if you haven't already downloaded, go download it right now. Has right we speak. now. Right now. Uh, right now. Like that basically. Go follow. Go follow. Wait, is Anastasia or Tess? Oh, Anastasia on there. Anastasia. Talking to the mic. Sorry, Anastasia. <laughs> yeah. Follow Anastasia. Anastasia. Follow Adelaine. Follow at, don't follow Ricky. Ricky's got too many followers already. <laughs> no, humble but, brag. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, but like even like the app without the pandemic, the app might not have taken off, right? No, there's, for, there's I honestly so, don't know if it would have. That's what I mean. Like the time, the fact that we both had so much extra time on our hands that we weren't going to sporting events, we weren't traveling. We, Never mind work. Yeah, your phone rings a hundred times a day. I don't. No, I don't no, really no, work. No, in the rainy day. Yeah, that, yeah, there's, that's, that's why. True. So. I, I think me and you, that's why we've been able to not talk about But switching gears, but I got a question that, for you. Lastly, to that point, though, it is exhausting. We're fortunate to be in this position. It just, it's, it's tiring. It's, ex- to see what's it's going exhausting. On. I mean, the other day I said, when's this lockdown supposed to be over? And I looked, I said, that's three more weeks. When I looked, I said, it feels like we've already been in it for four weeks. Because yeah. This new one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. more. This emergency break. Anyways. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. Switching gears. Yes. Yeah. Pulling the emergency <laughs> break, shifting gears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for Mother's Day, what do you think are good gifts? That sons and husbands. Actually, first question: Do you think husbands should get their wives Mother's Day gifts? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but technically, He's you're not, not your mother. Yeah. Well, I get him a Father's Day gift. He's not well, my father. Yeah. She's she. That's what I'm just a, asking. Fair yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, it have to be do you have time? <laughs> Few days left. <laughs> Frank's listening to this scrambling right now. He's like, no, shit. Are you kidding? Get anything. Frank just calls me, Rick, what do we get her? <laughs> uh, okay, so that's, so yeah. both of you were on the same page. What are some good gift ideas for our listeners who haven't got their mother's presents yet? I can show you. I saved some pictures there. Bro, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. Just tell us. Oh, I saw a nice earring there that I. Earrings? Yeah, that was very Jewelry. affordable. 
From where? Was not the Tiffany one, but it looks very similar, so I can't take that too. Okay. I'm gonna get my Apple Watch anyway, so that's it. Because but I'm gonna wait for after Mother's Day. I wanna I like visual. Oh like see shopping. I wanna in person, try the other one to see which one I like better. I'd rather go there than have to return. Than inner, than online shopping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah online you know shopping's what? been a struggle. Like, no, I like the online shopping. As long as I c- you could go back and return. Now with the lockdown, don't have bills, don't know where you put stuff, so you can, right? So I wait a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Ma? Um, In terms of like, what's the good Mother's Day gift? I need some tips. Good Mother's Day gift? I mean, I always always get my roses, but I get my roses throughout the year. Which my, my, Chris Flowers is, is always good. Chris is a g- sweetheart when it comes to the flowers. He loves that's flowers. A, that's a charmer. He's a charmer. <laughs> that's where I got it from. He's always <laughs> like flowers. But you know what? Even a card, um, actually cards always make me cry because when I read inside them, I mean, sometimes I go to the card shop to read to get a f- laugh out of some of those cards. But when I get a card from the kids or Oh my God, Chris, he's getting really good in the cards. Yeah. But um, I mean. And people has to be papyrus, huh? Papyrus. Don't be cheap. Go to the dollar <laughs> store and give me a dollar store card. Oh, I go to Shoppers or something. Papyrus. Yeah, they have Papyrus. Papyrus. Oh. But they got their own little stand there. They, they have nice that stand that is the exclusive one. <laughs> but you know what? You just Mother's save Day. the money Mother's for people Day. that care about the cards. True. Some people don't care, right? Some people say, ah, I don't care. Fucking pay 15 bucks for a card and you don't even care. I actually have a stack of I keep every card that I got. Me too. Really? I have, I have a lot of them. Yes. I even me have my too. wedding cards. Like I have cards. Really? Me yeah. too. I have a lot so of my cards. Maybe it's a mother's thing. Baptism. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just can't throw them away. It's just. But you know what? So the other day I was talking to a friend of mine, Cheryl. I don't know if she listens. She doesn't listen all the time, but maybe she's going to listen to that one. So That's a big guess on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about cards, right? So, and she said, oh, I don't give a shit about the card. I'm like, uh, I give it a good card for whoever I think appreciates, right? I'm not going to give, if you don't give a shit, you're going to throw it out. Mm-hmm. Then I don't care. She said, no, but you know what the kids, and I mean like, but like, don't you save, like, it's a thing that you do. You save your wedding cards and the thing for a lot of reasons. And then she said, no, the kids today, do you know what they do? They put into the phone, like whatever information you wanted to save you put it there I'm like really so i talked to her daughter-in-law she said no i have a box of other cards so it's not just our generation that saved the cards i keep some of the bigger ones yeah i mean like I've you know if like if i had like someone that actually like shout out mila actually mila and nicole for my 20th birthday got me a harry potter card and wrote out every single spell from the harry potter books and movies so it's a card with like 52 different spells. I kept that one. That's my oldest card. I've got one from, I can't remember who it was last year, with John Cena on the front. That was a funny one. I keep all my ones from my mom because I know she actually cares and writes them. And Frank just signs the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just frankly ordered <laughs> Like he's signing a check. Am I done? He signs your check and then he signs the card. No, you know what is funny? As long as he puts so, the check in there, I'm good. So since we met, we always like it. I put the whole thing in the card. You spend the whole hour think we're going to put and make the card, whatever. Frank was like, Frank, uh, love. With love. No, love, Frank. <laughs> and I'm like, Frank, like, do you think you could spend a little bit more time? Like, he just don't. Now he's love you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, man. That's the uh, best. I, I, know actually, I have a, one thing ahead, about sorry. Frank that makes me laugh the other day. So through the pandemic, he's not working on a Saturdays anymore, right? So like, he, you know, we spend almost every night together, every weekend together. So before the lockdown, 
I went to a friend of mine, right? So I said, oh, Frank, you know what? Today you can go to your, go check jobs, go. <laughs> go play I'm going to go yeah. to my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm cooking whatever I had to bring there. And half an hour passed, he called me. Hey, uh, do you want to chat? And I'm like, do you want to chat? What do you want to talk about? Well, you know, we spend every day together. Like, I kind of miss you. I'm like, Frank, since you left, there's not much that happened <laughs> that I can tell you. You're just in the cardboard, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, we spend every day together now. Um, That's so nice. just want to talk. I'm like, yeah. Okay, what do you want to talk Big about? Big Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to listen to this episode for of sure. Of course he is. You better. He I said to me, are you nervous? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm going to the podcast. We oh, should yeah, put them on. They would be so nervous. That I feel like they would... <laughs> Yeah. Those guys, it's so funny. They like that's why we talk so much. They they talk more than anybody as much as us. Yep. But we put them here, they would be like just like mice. I, th- I think we could get them going. Probably. Yeah. We'll I want do a Father's Day special. Yeah, we should do this. Just year. because they're well. not talking like right into yeah, this. Yeah. Like, oh, we told that story, didn't we? Did we tell that story? No. Did no. we tell the story with my dad uh, giving a speech at my sister's wedding? No. You were there. He I was, was like, there. He was gonna... right into the mic. <laughs> so you don't remember? Sorry, Dad. You're about to get put on blast, man. <laughs> <laughs> this poor crystals. So I had another story. I want to talk about the cards, but I'm going to tell the story quickly. So at the wedding, I don't know. How did you notice this? I guess a lot of, not a lot of people noticed. Uh, how do we not notice? We've been drinking all day. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How did we not notice? Yeah. <laughs> Very simple. So when my dad and mom went to give the speech, when the parents and, and the Corsetis as well, they, uh, they were giving the speeches. Tony, they went first, right? No, I can't. No, we did. We, we went so first. my yeah, dad, did the speech and, and like, I, it's crazy. I, I get this from from my dad, like he can command or in a room he can command a room like nobody's business. But like put him in front of people that like a big room, like he can't. He's not as good as he doesn't give a speech. That's what like how I am too. So at the wedding, he's able to give a speech and like he's speaking on behalf of my mom. I guess that's how it is. And he's just talking and he's like, "Sorry, listeners, <sighs> Georgia." <laughs> I so proud of you on this day. <laughs> He's like breathing into the mic. I think I do remember. And me that. and Yanni. So they're standing. If you picture like a table, the bride and groom, my parents are behind the bride and groom. Me and my brother are facing the bride and groom at one table. And me and my brother are like looking at each other and we're looking at Georgia and Mark. We're like, well, this is terrible. This is gonna, how long is it going to go on for? We're like trying to wave at him. We're like swinging our arms. I look at my mom. I was like, she's like, she don't want to embarrass him. So he just thought for like the five minute speech. <sighs> so proud of you. Know? He just hitting him breaths and the mic was touching his mouth. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was really funny in hindsight, but I was like, how the I just spit off this mic. I was like, I didn't even listen to that. Anyway, sorry, Dad. We we joke about it now. But well, Frank, yeah. every time we have a Christmas party, uh metric, Frank hates doing any speech, right? But my brother in law doesn't want to do. So usually my sister-in-law does, but he goes there, he pick it up the mic and kind of scream. Hey, people, <laughs> no, have a good so time. <laughs> what they'll say is like, literally, they'll, so before I started, when I was younger, before I was in the, now, now I give the speeches, right? Just cause like, I'm okay to do it. And it's always the youngest kid in the family. So usually it was me for a while. And then it was my cousin, uh, Dar- Dario. Now I think it's Stephanie or whatever. But so the youngest cousin will always do grace. But before Grace, Anna would go up there and thank everybody and just, you know, welcome. It's the 30th anniversary of Metric. You know, thank you for coming, blah, blah. And my dad would always be the don't drink and drive line. Mm-hmm. That's what he always did every time. He'd be like, don't drink and drive. Make sure you have fun. 
<laughs> we pay for a cab. We'll pay for a cab. <laughs> Save your receipts. Send them into the office on Monday. Like, <laughs> he yells it. Yeah, like, I can see it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was loud. But that's my dad. Look yeah, don't worry. Nobody drinks and drive. If I have to drive people home, I'll drive home. I was like, Frank, you got to drive us home. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's why like, the most caring guys to it. They will do, especially for like yeah. the... Yeah. They're very similar. They came, they, the company was like nothing when they came and they grew it. And like they'll do anything for like the people that have helped get them there. Right. Like, yeah. like to a fault. Like, honestly, I, I never, I always thought, I don't know if we talked about this on the last time we did this, but like I was growing up, my dad was like very, very like f- firm but fair. And I was like, oh, he sold me, he sold this. You're a kid, right? You don't get your way. You think everyone's mean. And like even through high, you know, high school, like, you know, study all this stuff. But then I like, when I got to working with him after university, I was like, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, he's too nice to people. Like, what the hell? I thought he was so mean, but like, he has the biggest heart. Like, there are people that have looked out for him. Like, even though you're employees, like, they work, their job is to work for you. He, like, would treat them as like, like, they, he couldn't together. have made it without yeah. them. You know what I mean? He respects them. Yeah. He's, <clears throat> yeah. He'd come with him a yeah. long way. That's why. Yeah. So it's crazy yeah. the side of you see as they get old. I mean, like, same goes for anybody, but like, you're, when you grow up around your parents, you see one side of your kid, and it's crazy how much it evolves over time. You're like, wow, like I never knew all this. Or you think back when you're old enough to comprehend things and you see like what they did. I mean, even oh, you yeah. guys, like I can think about times like that. Like I'm like, wow, they actually did all this. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, it's like the, the times you don't realize as a kid, like even in during the recessions, like I always had top line goalie equipment. Always. I always played sports. And you don't think about it, it's like, fuck man, it's like a thousand dollars for a pair of goalie pads. A thousand bucks a lot of freaking money. Especially, you know, when times are tight and it's like, yeah, always, it went to pri- yeah. always went to private school. Like, yo, it's like, okay, I'm like, knowing what we know now, you're like, holy shit, like, that's an insane amount of money. Like, goalie school, all these extra things to, like, keep, I don't want to say keep me off the streets because it's like, but to keep me hanging around the right people, doing the right things, working hard, like, focusing on school, all those things where you don't realize, like, holy shit, like, between me and my brother, all the extras that we did fucking cost, like, a person's salary a year, mm-hmm. right? So when you think about that, it's, it, it just makes you change a lot. And even for with my dad, at least like I didn't, I didn't fully know to the extent of, you know, like again, how good they are at their jobs. Right. Like until you started working then I'm like, Oh shit, fuck Frank, you know, you're, you're pretty good at your job, I guess. Right. So, but uh, funny enough now, even with my dad, it's funny because we work together. So it's, it's really funny. Me and my brother, John do lunch every day. And for the listeners who don't know, I have an o- older brother named John who also works with me at metric. And we do lunch every day together. My dad sometimes comes in late and he doesn't heat up his food. He always comes in late and just expects like food to be there ready, waiting. So some days he'll come and be like, where's my food? I'm like, sorry, is this what we get paid to do? Are we the <laughs> heater uppers of your food? Is that what we, we do here? Oh, I just figured you guys were heating up. I was like, you didn't say anything. You didn't walk in. You just assumed that we knew the food you wanted, your food heated up at this exact moment. Like, fucking Frank. But he kills me. He's the best. Though. But yeah, hey. even at... Sorry, the, go I'm gonna say, but they're the head of the household. Yeah, but the wives are the neck that oh. turn the heads. Okay. Oh no, the wives. The, we all know happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. Yes. Good advice. I, I always like. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was my never, big fat Greek wedding. The mother. That's it. I always. It's <laughs> funny. Like I always thought. Like if I did something wrong. Like when, sorry. When I was young, like my, my both my parents could like discipline me. Like, like I can. I would listen, but as I got older, I got less scared of my mom because I was just like gravitated to my mom. So when she would say something like, you're going to get in shit, I'm like, okay, like, come on. <laughs> but then she's like, okay, wait till your dad gets home. 
And oh, then I shit. realized, like, I was like, oh, okay, so I would progressively be like more worried about my dad. But then as I got older, I realized, oh shit, like if I bother, if I do something wrong to mom, to she's gonna just tell she dad, and call dad, dad she yeah. wants. So I was like, I gotta be careful what I do here. I'm like less scared of dad now, more scared of mom. But uh, yeah, it's it's true. But one, hey, thing, one thing here about podcasts, you, you know, Rick? everything that he says. No, you know, when did I ever buy your stuff at uh, Walmart? Your lacrosse stuff? I don't even think they have lacrosse stuff at 100% you bought my lacrosse I'm gear at either one of Walmart those. or Canadian Tire. Now that rings a bell, eh? Canadian Tire? <laughs> That's uh, it. I'm pretty sure. What about we released the episode with Challen Rogers? Doesn't she dig up my lacrosse picture? Oh, I posted it. You saw it. Oh, I didn't see it. No, no. Oh, oh, I my did short see shorts? Yeah. Yeah. Short yeah, 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 I did. Oh, I, I was yeah. listening to, I went to the attic there and I'm going through everything because I wanted to find the big one that had the whole team. I had blonde hair back then too. Yeah, blonde, Madonna blonde, really blonde. Classic Rick. I was. Sick. I used to have frosted <laughs> no, tips. No, not, not frosted tips like he did. We did frosted <laughs> no, no, no. tips too. My well, mom, once you dyed your hair, we did it. Once well, you dyed your hair, the second haircut looked like frosted tips, right? Yeah. No, I would just do frosted. I put the cap on, they would pull oh, me through. I pull the hair that. through. I hate yeah. it. Hurt so much. Remember with my mushroom cut I did it once? That hurt a lot because my hair was long. That's the worst. Stab your scalp, pull it out. Oh, terrible. That was the worst. That, you got to be a better way to do that. I wouldn't give you a mushroom. I would you cut th- your hair. Like, do you think there's still do that? I used to want a mushroom what? cut. Mushroom no, we used to, I used to bring you to the barber for a mushroom cut. No, I wouldn't do Oh, that. yeah. I never did a mushroom cut. Yeah. I used to love the, the mushroom cut. The frosted tips I would do. I wouldn't pay for coloring your hair. No. <laughs> Remember when I tried to dye my hair red and it turned out purple? <laughs> It's a sign for cast, buddy. You knew it was going to happen. There you go. Four shot. Your picture. I'm at school the other day. I'm at school. I'm like, like, why'd you dye your hair purple? I'm like, it's red. It's red. You're going to look at red. (laughs) Do you have a picture of it? I do. I think it was my my grade four picture. Picture day. Oh, it was picture day? That's embarrassing. Picture day? Yeah. Well, it wasn't for picture, but picture day was like a week later. I think I dyed my hair. Well, he has one of the best pictures. He has like, do you know when you buy those rings and come with the ring? Lime green. And he goes for picture day like that. What a loser. <laughs> it was sick. Hold oh, the I wore a yellow Old Navy tracksuit one day thinking I was so cool because I couldn't get the Adidas one, I guess. So I was like, <laughs> it was Old Navy. looked the same. And then I wear that these school ones. I think so. Grail Hillside, yeah. maybe. I'll never forget my grade five or six picture day. It was my So my birthday is always right before school starts, Labor Day long weekend. And I got like 200 bucks for my birthday cash. So we went to Yorkdale and I bought an Echo jersey. No, I bought a FUBU red jersey and a matching echo red sweater. And it was like, that was my uniform. I wore 10 size bigger. Yeah, 10 sizes bigger so I can grow into it with my Iverson shoes that I got for Christmas that year. I literally wore it every day. How about the baby blue shorts, North Carolina? North Carolina, Carolina baby blue. He still have because I think he bought it like it was here. They were like, they don't have like men's medium and they were really long ones. And he was like eight years old like probably. 13 <laughs> maybe. And I had like, Mike, they were Jordan brand. I still got them. Actually, I don't know if I, you might still have them. And then you buy the knockoffs at like International Clothers or whatever. Yeah. Or uh, Cebu Play. Cebu Play, yeah. Cebu Play, yeah. One thing I want to go back to, you made a point, and, I, and like after I was thinking about this, we're talking about like, I think we were talking about, we're saying about, um, about our parents, like when they were making the sacrifice and all that stuff. Like some of the, ty- the things that I remember the most, and I'll never forget this, and I don't know why I have this memory in my head the most. So I'm like, my dad would drive us to school like every day. Mom would pick us up and like take us to all the sports and everything. Very grateful for that, by the way. I like, can't believe you guys did that forever. Fuck. So much work. Like, every morning, dad drove to school. Everything. But, and after my mom yep. take us, we have to go soccer practice, everything. But the things I remember the most with my mom was always, like, it's the only reason I look forward to going to the dentist. Because when we got to go to the dentist, we lived in Mississauga. The dentist was on Danforth. My mom would pick us up at school at, like, three or four. 
We get in the big white minivan we had. That thing took a beating. A white one. I had a white one. It white was like, I feel like everyone does. And everyone takes a trip down to Florida. You take out the middle seats, put the <laughs> So the middle the seat mattress. would fold down. Me, Georgia, and Yanni would sit in the back and we'd get like Burger King or McDonald's because we would my dad would not let us eat it. Like be like surprisingly, I know. I was like, gonna- I, I, I'm shocking. <laughs> and my mom would take us like Burger King and we'd all sit in the back and just eat. I can still picture being there. The Burger King I went to Churchill and Dundas, I can still remember it. It's still there, actually, yeah. And like I forget what I was trying to make the point of when we were talking about this earlier, but like I remember all these times and so grateful for like how we were like all these opportunities we got and what our parents did for us. So I guess shout out to and you guys actually as well. Going to the dentist and then after the dentist, we'd go to Sugar Mountain. Yeah. Defeat so that the purpose. makes sense. Defeat the purpose. <laughs> That's it. But you know what? It, it is. It is what it was. So that was it. Yeah. We did what we had to do. I remember I had to pick him up at 3.30. We'd get in the car, go along the QEW to get to Toronto. And yeah. and actually, they got old enough. I would actually, they would go with my uh, parents. I'd leave them with my parents. My dad would bring them down there, God bless them. And the, I would allow the kids after to get on the subway. That actually, see, uh, having the, the sensitivity of the kids. The, when they were 12, they would go to the dentist. My dad would drop them off. The subway was right there by the dentist's office, the Chester subway station. They take the subway all the way to Islington and then take the bus to square one and I pick them up. I let them do that. I used to love that. I, now, is somebody in the suburbs, oh, they let their that. kids do yeah. that. I mean, I grew up in the city, so I kind of like... You grew up in like the heart of the city. Yeah, right in downtown, the core, right? Like uh, Davenport and Oakwood, which was pretty, you know, like <laughs> downtown. I always took transit, always, never, really didn't grow up with a car. We'd always take transit. So when we moved into the suburb, to me, that was really suburbia. I would still have connection with the city because my parents were there. The kids loved it. And the only thing so is, cool. I told them, don't go to the first train on the subway. <laughs> go to the second one. Closest to their, I didn't want them right in the front, you know, because you never know. Was <laughs> <laughs> that true? I don't remember that. I, I wanted the first train and the first seat has to be the seat. Could not be any seat. Really? With Jonathan. Okay, finish. Yeah, but it was scary because it's like, okay, go to the second one at least, next to close to the conductor, but don't go right in front. I don't remember. Around 12, 13 years old, I'd let you guys go down on the subway by yourselves and then then take the bus all the way to to square one. I was like, you know what? I thought it was so cool. I was like, wow, this is awesome. I said, you get there. and, And at the time, no cell phones. Yep. They would call me, or my dad would say, you know what? just left them off or there my friend worked at uh Vula who works at the dentist office she still does dr cranius's office she said okay the kids are leaving you know give them whatever we time it it always worked no cell phones can you imagine now because i got my first cell phone in grade seven late grade seven or grade eight yeah. maybe yeah, I didn't I give so. a cell phone to John in grade seven. And I remember like all the parents, oh my God, my kid is not going to get a cell phone, right? So imagine those parents now. We went, we kids went, cell phones my kids cell we phone. went like at the end of the no, summer, no. few times to the subway. And I said, I want you in that cart. I want you in that seat. If the seat's take, you stand up to make a routine, right? So every single parent now, the kids is what, two years old? And they, they have tablet. the phone already? Tablets. Tablets yeah. at two years oh, old. Oh, they have the phone too. They need to get the phone to play some games too. So yeah. you know what? Karma is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, honestly, like I, I really remember that. And I, I'm gonna give this a quick example. Calling of the American Mind tells a story. Like there's three different stories. One of them's about how a, a lady let her daughter, her daughter walk home from school. It was like two blocks away, or like one. I don't know. One maybe they crossed one intersection. And she was going to go, the kid, like, you know, she, the mom, the kid asked the parent, hey, can I 
She's like, 10. Can I start walking home by myself? I know the route. Her mom took her on the route to make sure she knew it. She goes, yeah, I want to do it myself. I want to prove to you I can do it. And the kid did it one day. And the lady goes, where's your mother? And she goes, she, um, she's letting me walk home by myself today. They called the police. They took the kid away from child services. Wow. Just, and the, and the, the mother's like, she asked me to do it. We've walked this many, many times. Crossing one intersection. Kid, I think, I don't know how it ended the story, but crazy. Like, think about that. Like, you used to let us, we used to build tree. We used to go into the forest in our backyard. My parents would be at work in the summers. We would go to our neighbor's houses, steal wood from, like, their, their porches, <laughs> take hammers and nails, build tree houses for, like, 12 hours in the forest. And they'd get home. We'd run home for dinner. Like, we were fine. And today, you, you try to imagine doing that. Like, people, See, that's the thing. I'm Like, our, the future generations will never know the feeling of, like, running outside, knocking on your neighbor's door. Hey, is little Joseph home? Like, okay, I got Joseph. We got three. We need one more to have, like, two-on-two basketball. Okay, Marco, you home? Oh, we got Marco. Okay, let's go see if Francesco's home, too, so we can do three-on-three. Three. Boom. And it's like, you would play out there until literally the sun started to set, and then everybody's mom or dad would run outside. Wreck it. Let's yeah. go. Like, for a dad okay, give me five more minutes. We're winning the game. Like, <laughs> kids these days won't know that feeling. Yeah. You know, everyone's no, like, you they were, don't no, we need the game. You were lost. That's why you were losing. That's why you want an extra five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> five minutes to catch up. There you go. You know what's interesting, too? It's like we live in the safest time. Like, today, like now, is the safest time in like the history of ever. Like, people don't just get kidnapped out of their front. I mean, knock on wood, maybe it happens occasionally, but like t- Toronto, for instance, you can leave your front door unlocked at night. Like nobody's walking into your front door. You're not getting kids. Well, are getting you know, Brazilian, I lock my door all the time. No, no, <laughs> I understand. But I'm saying like, if you go back to like the seventies, you see these documentaries on Netflix, like all these you know, like this, in the States, Serial California. Yeah. Stuff, like yeah. it was such a bad time, right? You have to be very careful. And even in Toronto, like when you were a kid, how scary you used to say walking down Ossington was like terrifying or something back then. It was, you know what? It was, it was, it was, I think the media, or the shows created this fear of like, there's people lurking everywhere, like serial killers. I don't, you don't feel that sense now as much because I don't know. It's, it's for the most part, it's not random. It's usually somebody that out you to know. get somebody, yeah. Yeah. right? It's not a but random I mean, like act, Even but. though I think now you have more creepy and dangerous people now than before. Because now you can do a lot of things online. You can That's create. That's the thing. It's yeah, now online true. is even yeah. more scarier so, than being yeah. out in the streets. Yeah. Like you can have a lot of weirdos online more than you have outside on the streets. Yeah. Because like there are people, yes, God bless them. They have, you know, they have illnesses. They'll live on the street, whatever. For the most part, they don't bother you. Yeah. Yeah. They keep They're to harmless. themselves. They're harmless for the most part. Like I don't well, think it's Usually real. they say a sex offender is somebody that the family knows, right? Yeah. So, or, or somebody online that pretends they're a kid yeah yeah. you know and they have the means to get a computer and attract yeah. a young person online if you're there's on also the street less, there's also less sorry not to cut you off there's also yeah. less repercussions online too so like if you can hide behind an alias like okay someone it's hard fit, to like, find you like if it was your kid and you saw them doing that you just try to go on and say oh who are you they, they can just disappear forever disappear, yeah, you, you do that on the street someone sees it happening like you're gonna get arrested immediately yeah, yeah. so but different. to the that point like yeah, yeah like you guys i mean i sure the same with ricky like you would let us literally just like do whatever you wanted like we would i would take my i, I boat I, I think i rode my bike in like maybe grade eight or grade nine that summer going into high school I used to bike everywhere everywhere we'd bike to like the public pools we bike through forest i think we biked to downtown toronto a few times like in the middle like on you a did? tuesday afternoon we did take us like three hours to get there from mississauga two hours maybe and like you guys wouldn't like you just be like yeah just be, be safe here's some money like if you get in trouble or whatever and like you'll be fine yeah yeah you would let the kids go like in pairs right they go together the way 
if you want to get lost or something, the other one is there. Yeah, you had yeah. A little, you have a little bit of a trusting uh, aspect with your kids as well. You I try that the parents try to protect more, right? It's not that we don't like didn't like the kids. Now you see the parents and they pick it up the baby. Oh God, you're my best friend. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Whatever. one of the biggest skills though that I think that is is gonna hop it's gonna start to see it lacking more and more and why people like um get a little more sensitive to go back to that point. The biggest thing like we learned, like when you had to play if you were outside fending for yourself with your friends, like when you're playing sports with your with your five buddies or six buddies, whatever, three on three basketball. If something went wrong, a foul, somebody made fun of something bad happened, you had to problem solve amongst your six friends, all the same age. You, you had to figure out, yeah, you had to deal with it. You had to say, yeah. okay, how do we work in a, in a team to figure this out? Like, you're going to get heated, probably not handle it correctly, but you've learned those skills from a young age. So as you get older, when things go wrong, you know how to face adversity. It's not like, you deal with yeah. it. oh, you know, like now, for instance, imagine you don't have those experiences. We come to cast and me and Ricky disagree. I'm going to tell my mom. I'm going to go cry. <laughs> I'm, I, my feelings are hurt. Remember Yanni saying, you're my feelings. You're my feelings. <laughs> I still say that. I say that to people when they hurt my feelings. No, but it's true. Like you said it well. So, so, you le- so that's one of the biggest things I think you learn, right? Same thing goes with like schooling. Like school, you mostly learn like the social setting and how to deal with people. It'll be interesting to see how generations evolve now where like more o- now. inside, online. People still play sports and team events, but you're not like, again, my summers was literally like, you go call your neighbor, you go get him. I was just saying, we would bike to downtown Toronto for Mississauga. We'd get on our bikes in like grade eight and like on a Tuesday, just go downtown. Just literally bike there to see the CN Tower, sit there, have like a pop and a hot dog, and go back. But like, I don't know, do kids still do that? I don't, I don't feel like they don't. Absolutely no. not. I don't you, think so. Do you remember as being a kid? Like, I also don't have any cousins that in that age yet, so I don't know, but I don't think no, so. No, but just in general, like, I remember being a young kid on a Saturday, a beautiful, sum, like, spring, summer Saturday. All right, we're going to take our bikes, go to, like, the local community center. We're going to all leave our bikes just, like, on the floor beside yeah, yeah, the yeah. basketball nets. Or, you know, we're going to be like a little biker gang like riding through like <laughs> yeah. suburban like North York or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't see it anymore. Yeah. You don't see it anymore. And you always got the two or three kids with the helmets. Like the other three don't have the helmets because they're the badasses. <laughs> the you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they left their helmet on the porch or something. No, no. You yeah. had to go with the helmet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or their mom would take it and just like wear it on your backpack so yeah. you have to wear it. Like, you know, you kids are like, well, you're allowed to do that? Yeah. Don't tell my mom. Yeah. <laughs> You That's start to find out see. more things in the podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. You always wear helmets. Yeah, you don't see that today. Now kids are, you know, gaming. It. Look, there's nothing wrong with it to each their own. If you, if kids want to game, by all means, go ahead and game. But explore outside. You know, go and play. Go and have fun. Go and make friends in a real setting. Go, like, arm wrestle. Play tackle football, flag football. Yeah, you might get a couple cuts and bruises, but you're not going to die. And just the, the fun and just that social gathering, the social environment that you're in is going to, in my opinion, make kids better these days. I think maybe now with COVID, because everybody's been locked in and they can't go out and play, maybe they'll learn to appreciate and actually start doing it more. Hopefully. I'm going to think it's the opposite. I think kids now are be more addicted Getting to more video games doing than nothing. anything. But I, I think, think they're going to be even more at home now. Well, I think they announced, I didn't read it yet. I just read the headline that, school year 21 22 is going to be option to be online if you want but it's like i think parents would not opt for that i think they'd rather just put them in school and let them because the kids have just it's draining i mean it's draining i was working from home and it was draining by the end of the day the life got sucked out of me. And so, I well, sitting I in front go of the computer. Couch, the screen kitchen. there yelling like, and screaming too. And then like that is okay it's an 8 hour day for me 9 10 hours whatever for a kid even 4 or 5 hours it was By like themselves. you see on Instagram where people saying, okay, my kids just had enough with an online. So it's like they need to get out. They need to socialize with kids. That's make how they, they need to make friends. 
you know what? Open up the play. Playgrounds are open or whatever. They have to get out in the air, get the fresh yeah. air, get the interaction, get them back into school. Don't, you know what? I know it's going to be an option, I guess. Some, I know my, my nephew, he's in university and he mentioned, he goes, you know what? My brother said, if it's online next year, he's not, he doesn't want to go back. Like, no, why well, would he well, want to go back to online? But why would you win and pay $10,000 or whatever university's cost? I know. You can do all these random little, like, cup, few hour courses online for like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can do a master class with this, this super smart dude in this field that I want to get into. I could do some marketing course on, you know, one of those random sites for literally nothing. Yeah. Like, since I've graduated school, I've probably done seven or eight different online courses and some in person too. And total, I might've paid a thousand bucks total. I know when I get, it's it's just like like, online is not the be end and all to learn at this point. Sure. It's convenient for those that want to, but you need the interaction, even the workplace working from home with the workplace. You create silos more so than if you are in the office. It's like to me, okay, now I'm not in the workforce anymore. (laughs) (laughs) congratulations congratulations freedom 55 and i'm not even 55 there you go let's go celebrate i manifested (laughs) it it but anyways that's another story that's another podcast maybe what oh manifesting Manifesting you know in my retirement earlier than 55 (laughs) anyways but i think in this day and age doesn't matter what age you have to have that interaction you got to get back in the workforce uh, like in the office with your uh, co-workers to be more cohesive same thing with the kids I mean we've learned growing up you needed that social interaction to develop yourself further kids have to get back into school that's it that's a good point yeah. that's, that, that's the biggest thing like to your point about university like I, 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 I honestly always say like I I mean like I, everything I know now from university is not from what I learned in school it's from, from what I learned just being there and like my social skills every lesson I think back to that like I said how I've like evolved. Everything is like related to something I did in university or something I experienced. Not what you learned. I remember, <laughs> I remember going to one class. I can only right now visualize one class is when I went for my speech class and I was hung over and I was so bad. I spoke like a mile a minute. Again, that did translate. Well, me become a bit, you bit, do. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> but I still think back in the times I remember. But the biggest thing is the social interaction skills. I forget what's going on at this point. So I clearly spilled speech class. Fuck. Um, Fuck, I was like, anyways. I got no idea where you're going either, buddy. No, no, I don't know either. That happens once in an episode, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one time. <laughs> this is that one. Yeah. You know remember. what? I think everybody, everybody needs interaction. Not just the kids, everybody. No, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I remember when, I you know what? I'm not even going to tell a story because I want to switch off. But the one thing that I, I will say, and I don't know if we've, I've talked about this, besides, uh, oh, I know what I was going to say now, but not important. But like besides like, uh, you know, being able to do cast and the pals and all these things that, like we've been able to do. I'll tell you the one th- in the last year, the one thing I've realized is how little like are how grateful I am for everything I've got to experience at this point and how little I need to be happy. Like I honestly, like I do nothing every day. Like most people I get home, I work all day from home or here sometimes when we when we come and meet. I go home, I'll go for a run or something, I'll sit I'll make dinner, sit on the TV, and I'll just keep working. And I was like, man, like I'm really happy. Like I don't no one's bothering me. I'm not missing anything, so I don't have FOMO or anything like that. And I was like, you know, traveling, I kind of miss it because obviously I love to travel, but it also just made me stop and think about like, holy shit, how much I've had the opportunity to travel. Like what a grateful life I've had. And is it like if I could travel right this second, is it going to be exponentially happier? No, I'd like to. But like you have to really appreciate the little things. Like even driving my, my parents on the uh, up north on the weekend just to have a family lunch. I was like, wow, like all the times 
that like you do these things and like you, you take just, for like, granted. Yeah, things, you right? just like you're like you and, like Becca said this too. Like you're always in like a rush to go to the next thing. Like you know, you go for your p- dinner at your parents. You're like, oh my friends are downtown. I gotta leave right away and go. So you're like you're rushing at our family events and your other friends are doing something else. You don't really realize like those moments when you think back of like you take them for granted. And like you don't really realize like you should have been more present in those moments. And even That's now it's thing. like, like now, you know what makes me happy? I go hang out with Georgia and, and, and like the baby and just like sit there and just stare at the baby. And I was like, this is amazing. But you know, other times you have so much to go on, so many options. You might not really appreciate these little tiny moments, and these, these interactions you have with your really close friends. And that's what this year, the last year has really showed me. Like, honestly, just I take, think, not, don't take things for yeah. granted. Don't take interactions for granted mm-hmm. like, and all that stuff. I think this year, the last year and a half, whatever, will go down as like a great reset of life. Yep. You know, like at the beginning, I was driving myself up a wall because I'm never home. I hate being home. I, I want to go out and do things, see people, do activities, try new things, meet new people, whatever. Well, first two weeks, I'm stuck at home. In 14 day quarantine Can't do anything The world's locked down Well then it's like Okay like I literally was Moved back in with my parents Like we're making TikToks And just You know Laughing Giggling Doing stupid things I used to hate working out At my parents house Hated it I was like How am I supposed to work out here All there is a cable system And a shitty bike Now I'm like I have a fucking Sick ass cable system That I can I know how to do every exercise And get a full exercise Plus I got this bike Like I'm so fortunate To have this Then it's like I'm so fortunate that I get to spend all this extra time with my parents who are also at home right now and I'm living with them and we have meals together and we cook together and we watch movies because you know what? Knock on wood. I, I hope that... Well, I was on the floor at least. <laughs> uh, like, I, I hope that I get many more of these but at this time in life, you don't know how many more of these opportunities you're going to have. You know, just like opportunities to just sit down and reflect on life and, you know, like George said, be thankful for what you have and, and the little things in life because... Yes, while I love to travel and I love sport events and I love concerts and I love going to bars and restaurants and blah, 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 I don't need any of them in my life to be happy. No. Like, you can literally, like, I spend time with my parents, spend time with my loved ones, spend time with my friends, and I was so happy, and I am so happy. And I don't have any of those exterior kind of whatever they're called to make me happy. It's yeah. almost like, also, I mean, I'm, I like rap, I, I, I do like the sporting events, like them, but... Right now, the way things are, it's like, okay, I've been there, done that, which I'm fortunate. God bless everything. We, we saw a championship with the Raptors. I think we're all pretty, sick. which was very sick. Yeah. And I'm so glad we had it because it's like, you know what, now? I'm okay. You know, I mean, when they open up, will I go back? Maybe oh, not yes. immediately. I probably will. I mean, I'm not a hockey fan, but if the Leafs make it to the playoffs, I'll be there cheering for them. I won't go in. I mean, I don't I know will. if anybody will I'll go into there. the arena. Into if they open it up, they I'll open be there. Up. They're going to open it up, I think. If they Eventually. make the finals, no way. There's no fans in that stadium. I know. After how many chance, years? How, after how many 55 years, years almost? Yeah. yeah. I, know. I would get a vaccine pass. Uh, I'm getting the vaccine. second one. I just I'll get a vaccine, whatever, to go watch the Leafs <laughs> so, in the playoffs. But you know what? It's just been like, and also I can't realize, everything is just stuff. You know, like, I mean... Some nice stuff, some not so nice stuff. Yeah, sometimes it's like, yeah, you know what? I enjoyed it. Well, I was like... Really, in the end, I appreciate the company of my relatives. My like, I haven't seen my nieces and nephews. Easter's usually about, you know, you've been there, thirty to forty people. The last one we had in two thousand nineteen was forty people. It's like, oh wow, it feels like a long. It was two years, like uh, two I years ago. That. No, I, I missed that. I wasn't invited this year, guys. What the hell? Oh, never mind. A lot of people four, didn't. Uh, <laughs> five, six people. But, but it's like I miss the interaction of people, the hugging. Yeah, the hugs. You can't hug. You know, right? I care more like, about that than going out. Like, yeah. I like to get the get-together and everything. Just for coffee. Lola just, is just waiting to be blown. 
Is that blown? <laughs> if that what? was <laughs> that taken out of context would be pretty Blown bad. Up, you mean? Anyways, Lola but Lola flamingo? is our yeah. big pink uh, it's flamingo. Funny how you said that though. If you really think about yeah. it, okay, Lola's sorry. waiting <laughs> to be blown. No, the other Lola. <laughs> but uh, but the biggest thing that like honestly I really like started to realize is like. Pe- like this whole, uh, you're right it's a reset and I, I like I hope I mean I took it as a reset I know that all of us like you know you really figure out your stuff that you you're really passionate about but it, it's interesting that to see how people how everyone will take this because <clears throat> you know everyone likes different things there's nothing wrong about liking material goods or liking going out or liking this but if you let those things define your identity and your happiness look how easily it can be taken away like we take everything for granted right like okay Given, granted, this was a crazy pandemic. We're the only country that got locked down like this. But again, you you don't control everything. The only thing you control is what makes you happy internally and what you deal with internally. Like all external factors can all be taken away at a moment's notice. Like you can lose your money, you can lose the government can take things away from you. Lose your health. You, know. you can lose your health, you can lose anything. All you can well, you can kind of control it a little bit, being healthy. But like if external things are what make you happy, when stuff like this happens, it's gonna be a really tough time. So like I mean, I'm not really, I don't think I'm like here just to give advice, but I think like really, I hope, I'm hopeful that people took this as a reset and said, shit, you know what? Like wearing the nicest outfit just to go downtown and impress people that I don't care about. Hopefully that's not people's identity anymore. They don't care as much about it. And they care more about really those little things that bring people joy in Person. life. Yeah. And like going to a concert, you like it. It's not a bad thing. You still do it. But like, that doesn't define you. I don't like, I know you really love it, but I'm like, oh, Ricky's a number. I mean, you probably are the number one concert goer, <laughs> but you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Like, I'm not, I'm not going thing. If that's the yeah, only it's thing not like I'm about. going there just because I want people to know that I'm the concert guy. It's like, exactly. no, I go there because I love going there with my mom or with my boys or one of my girlfriends or the whatever. The atmosphere and everything makes yeah. you happy. Now you're going to go and appreciate more because, you know, can take, can, can be taken away anytime. Yeah. I'm so glad for the pandemic. I got my new hips here, so. Yeah, there we you go. You cross the legs too. I would, yeah. Yeah. We did a little boomerang. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Kingsview Brewery. Show the Kingsville. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know what? Yeah, like a lot of goods come out of this year. And we keep like jumping back and forth, but I wanted to, I wanted to jump back into this because you guys have been super active and, and super fit during the pandemic. I mean, yes. you have to deal with your surgery, but like you guys, I see you now, one killing Peloton. One is a social media fitness influencer now. Yeah. Trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My production team's helping me with some stuff. No, you know what? I just, I want to take control. Like, I mean, I, I do uh, a fitness program, but... I just want to take control of my health and my fitness. And I actually enjoy fitness. I know it's a lot of work and it, man, it is work, but I enjoy it. The endorphins I get out of it. I love it. You know, half an hour, even an hour. I, you know, I jump on my bike, warm up. I do. I love weights. I do high intensity training, which is great, but it just gives you a better feeling. Uh, like if you I could bottle a routine, it, right? it would be great. So when you make a routine, you stick to it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then at our age, well, I'm older than you. We need to do a little bit more. Yeah. Just to, just to keep us going. Yeah. But even, you know what? I mean, I, I'd like, to, if I can even get one or two people motivated to start doing it, I, I, I'm happy. I mean, over the years, I did running. I did the running room. I got actually a friend of mine and my sister to do it as well. Like I said, come on, it's easy. Let's go. If I can run, you guys can run. No. It's not running you know? is not easy. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you, my mom tried to get me in the running room and I quit after one time. <laughs> but now, like, hey, well, it's still influence because after it. how many years later, almost That's what, true. 15 years later, even less. You than actually, 15. now that I think about it, I'm pretty, I, hard, I'm pretty, it can be hard on my mom at times, but now that I think about it, my mom got me to start working out with her trainer, Christina. Me and my sister would go. Yeah. 
Got me to running room, didn't stick, but does now. So I guess it did work. It did yeah, it did get you. You've always going. kind of got people to like. I like I fired I, up because it's like it's come on anybody can do it anybody can I mean even if it's walking for heaven's sakes for half an hour, that's half an hour more of fitness that you didn't yeah. do before you started. Yeah. So that's one good thing I love about moving back home. And for those who don't know, I basically moved back home during COVID. I you know I love my beautiful little condo downtown, but nothing beats living with your parents in a nice beautiful home with home cooked meals and. Everything that comes along with living at home. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta add. I don't. Again, not, not the trivia. I love you. Like for those who don't know, I moved back home. We talked about you moving home like ten minutes ago. Anyways, <laughs> move back home. To, they just turned off. They just the tuned in. They just tuned in. Sorry, I had to uh, do. That's funny. That so funny. I, yeah, I moved back home. But <laughs> the thing about it, it's the point I was getting on working out. Yeah, sorry. There's some mornings where I'm miserable, and this is more so before. Now my knees are kind of even worse than they were before. But at the beginning of the pandemic. We, like there was nobody was on a schedule at the beginning of the pandemic. Everyone yeah. was just kind of like, enjoy your right, sleep. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever. But there'd be days I'm miserable pandemic. I can't see my friends. I can't do anything. And she comes in my room, wakes me up at six 30. Okay. We got to work out. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to work. <laughs> She's like, no, we got to work out. You told me to wake you up no matter what. I'm like, leave now. She's like, nope. You told me to wake you up. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Let's go. And it's like, all you need is that one person. Sometimes just give you that little push. And like, I'm good. I work out every day. Always. But sometimes it's that little push that, okay, someone else is doing it. And someone else is working their ass off. And that other person's twice my age. And she's still killing it. All right, I'm going to fucking kill it today. Yeah. And that's the nice part about having, like, you know, moving back at home. And I have my mom working out who works out every day harder than I do. It's fucking sick. Like, I have someone that, oh, mom, you know what? I'm going to do a two-day. You want to join? Okay, sure. You're going to do the bike or the, the, the treadmill today? I'll do the treadmill. You do the bike. Boom. Yeah. No, it's funny because we do work out every day. And he make his, uh, we have like a whiteboard. A little whiteboard. And yeah. he put it like back. And he put all the exercise there. And then I mean, look at him like, uh, what is that? Is that they open the door and close the door? <laughs> is that like high? And they say, ma, it's um, high tech. Upright rows, I don't know. Whatever. And I go from the body, say, ma, it's high. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going high. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we do every day. We've been doing oh, you this, messing up every day? <laughs> we've been doing the same shit for like a year, basically. And I, when I came on, it's back today. She's like, okay, what are we doing? She's like, we're doing these ones. I was like, she's like, I'm like, mom, those are shoulders. Yeah, yeah, but shoulders you back to kind of together. I was like, you want to do shoulders instead? Fuck you. <laughs> <Anyways. laughs> yeah, honestly, I will say you guys, good for you guys for, for keeping at it. Honestly, it's inspiring. Cause I see that I'm like fuck, they're like they're working on me sitting here eating popcorn on the couch. Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Never mind popcorn, like candy and everything. Well, I do it for the chocolate. That's the thing, right? Hey, you, hey, hey it doesn't matter what you do it for. You have to like yeah. something. Honestly, I I really like running, not because I like running, but because I want to be able to eat like pizza and stuff. Like you yeah, know, that's exactly. But you I mean, know, it's funny. It's for your health. So I have like I have a lot of apps for exercise, but I have my fitness ball. So I do the exercise. That way, I increase the calories, right? So we wake up every end of the week. J Ricky, how is your weight? Oh, I'm down two pounds. Fuck, I'm still the same. <laughs> <laughs> Monday to Friday is beautiful. Go down. Weekend comes. We have a wine. We have a champagne or something. Start all over on Monday. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's okay. That's stay it. the same is good. Yeah. Better than yeah. going up. Yeah. 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 What's, uh, I know you Peloton. What's your favorite? What, what do you use for working out, Ma? I, t I do uh, Team Beachbody. So there's a nine-week control freak. I just did uh, a nine-week control freak. It's got some bands and got some steps. Sorry. And I did one. It's called nine-week control freak off the wall. 
which I'm down to my last week. So I've done 18 weeks so far. And then there's Jeez. there's a new one they launched. It's called Let's Get Up. It's a dance program, which I've been trying to dance. I can't dance for beans. I cannot <laughs> believe you didn't join Joanne. Joan, Joan, whatever. Oh, you Joan? Know the 75-year-old? Yeah, yeah, I joined her. Yeah, she's like amazing. And she started at 70 years of age. She 75. Started, oh, yeah. She, she started did, at yeah. 70. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? Exercise has no age limit. I know I'm not going to get the challenge and the prize, but I just did just to see her work out with the, another lady there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get her in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, get I love it. Be older than me. But if yeah, she doesn't respond, you're going to hate her too? Oh, she will respond. <laughs> <laughs> with that mentality, she Manifesting will. Manifesting it. We'll message yeah. her. That's it. I love it. We'll message Cody's her. Cody's going to respond. <laughs> he doesn't good. know the pause. <laughs> He doesn't know the pals, but he will. Um, I, I have one thing I wanted to add that I didn't add the story before that I've, I've been waiting to say. So you talk about like giving uh, cards, right? You guys keep them all. So I only give card. I, I have this new thing that I do. I don't give cards anymore. I do e-transfers and I write the note in the message. Everybody. Birthdays, we weddings especially. I literally write. I, so I do this. Even my cousin's wedding did this. Because I, go, I figure cards like 10 bucks. So if I, you know, you send, let's say it's someone's wedding. I'm, I mean... Until, I've only gone to weddings until recently by myself. Um, so yeah, but you eat for two. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, it's, if it's a, a fan, you know, it's hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, whatever. But I always add ten, so it's like for my cousin, two hundred and ten or whatever, three hundred, whatever it is. And then I'll put here's like and it said, I give you extra ten bucks for the card. I bet you like this. I bet you keep remember this more than a card. And all of the messaging right after, they're like, thanks so much. I wouldn't have read the card anyways. <laughs> These are like my friends or whatever. But that's yeah. what I mean. Like, it's a personal thing. Some people do love the cards, and some people don't give a damn about yeah. the card, right? Well, so no, listen, a lot of people like them. It is nice. I'll still write a message. The last card I remember writing was actually for John, I think, on John's birthday. I wrote him a poem. And, you know, talk about John. Virgie? John will remember this. I wrote him a poem. Oh, no, it's when Virgie did the... She does beautiful cards. She She's did the very whole book for John. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote a poem did. for John. He messaged me after. It's the yeah. last thing I remember writing ever. I wrote him a poem. She did um, yeah, yeah, a yeah. scrapbook for him. Yeah. Virgie's a good tough. guy. She is shout out to Virgie. Shout, shout out to Virgie. Yeah, she, uh, shout out to John, too. Shout out to John. John. And Yanni yeah, and yeah, Georgia. Chris and Anastasia. The whole Mark and Hannah. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Becca. Constance. Yeah, Can't forget little yeah. Constance. There's a lot of there's people who care more than others. I've had a lot of exes who've cared a lot and got me some crazy cards, so I've had to give some good ones back in return. You're very good in cards. But yeah, I, I am just because practice now. But the way I look at it, it's like, it's it's about, the cards are great, but if, if it follows up with a very thoughtful gift, it's like money does not buy thoughtfulness. And anyone who thinks that is completely out to lunch, you could buy the most thoughtful present and it's like a $20 gift. If it meant something to the person. So just a, a thought for that. Well, for anyone buying gifts for your mothers, remember, it's about the thought. It's not about the price. You want to about? Do you I think about three, four years ago. So do you remember when those um, roses, the last uh, year, came out? Like comes in a crystal. Um, yeah, a little a bo um, box, rose boxes. Oh, acrylic yeah, yeah. box. But they have yeah. ones that last like a year. Wow. No, they are real rose. Real rose that last a year. Yes. So they spray something. So I think he went to Michael's. He bought a box. He bought us silk flowers. He stick all the flowers, and the card was the lid of the box. He wrote beautiful on the inside thing. of the lid. Damn. Even though it doesn't go with my bedroom, it's still there. <laughs> Heck of a gift giver here. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. for me, like I those gifts. Becca got me this water bottle for my birthday, and it's my favorite. My favorite thing. She got me other things. My favorite thing. Well, because she gave. Because I kept saying I don't drink enough water. I'm like I don't drink enough water. I don't drink enough water. I had this like old water bottle. I would kind of use it. 
And then I go, oh, I'm like, this thing is so cool. Like, this is the best tasting water I ever had. <laughs> it was such a simple <laughs> gift. And it looks cool. It's like concrete. Anyways, this made me so happy. The smallest, the smallest thing she got me was the best thing she got me. Well, sometimes yeah. it's Thanks, a little Bex. thing. Do you I mean, she got me other good stuff too. Appreciate Shout out you. to Beck. Uh, yeah, it's all, it's all about well, how I, thoughtful it's, yeah, it was. Yeah, right? the little, it's, it's nice when somebody... The best part about gifts is when people like... Even though you get something you really like, it's the stuff that you know that you didn't really... T- you talked about at different points very passively. Like I said, oh, I don't drink enough water. Somebody got me a water bottle. Yeah. Like, who the hell would ask for a water... What do you want for your birthday? Water bottle. Actually, I even said socks. She got me socks. I'm like, so, I have uh, socks. Make me so happy. If you don't ever buy me gifts, give me socks. Yeah, I'm not going to say the name or, or the timeline on this, but I was, I, I was with a girl once and one day we were going to make breakfast sandwiches, like, grill, like lunches, like grilled cheese sandwiches or something. And I went to toast the bread and I realized I didn't have a toster. I'm like, fuck, I don't have a toaster? What kind of fucking person owns a home doesn't have a toaster? You don't have a toaster either? No, I used the oven. So that's what I did. I put the, I put the bread in the oven, but it took a, like, you know, five minutes, maybe a little bit more than five minutes. Whatever, I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. I don't have a toaster. I'm like, oh, it's crazy. I just realized I don't have a toaster right now. I just assumed I always had one. A week later, I checked my mail and I got a package from Amazon. It's a name I don't even recognize. And I open it up and it's a toaster with a note for a guy who has everything, dot, 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 but a toaster. And I was like, it's a $20 toaster, maybe $25. And I'm like, that was the sickest gift I've gotten in a long time. Yeah. At that time. Because they paid a It was time. years ago, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's it. Um, on that note, gift giving. People, make sure you get your mother some beautiful, thoughtful gifts. Make sure you listen to what they want, what they need. They gave you some ideas earlier. Uh, since we've already asked them the questions, have we? The first time around? Yeah. Ask no. Should we ask it again? No. We didn't ask the question? No. Oh. Okay. Anyways, let's ask them then. No, we didn't ask because they were early. G- no, yeah, we would have. We would have. We would have asked you guys. We'll ask anyway, again. No. Anyways. Because uh, I don't have another one we'll end with too. So okay. we'll, we'll do three. So if there was a movie about your lives. That's who'd why you I want? know you never ask. I'm pretty sure I know your answer. Anyways, if well, there was a movie about your lives, who would you want to star as you? Could be anyone from any point in time. So not that I really think she's the best, but everybody says in a hundred percent. I'm sure I know this answer is going to be. Sophia Vergara. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of course. You said this. Now, <laughs> so I never in a million years thought that my accent was as strong as her. Well, <laughs> I listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Sophia Vergara. <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably because it's my big fat Greek life. Nia Vorlalis. The Greek. The Greek, yep. that's yeah, it. That's eh? it. I guess <laughs> she would only pretty much know what we went, we do as, yeah. as a Greek Yeah, I know my one, accent. And you know what? I guess that f- the father would be like Chris, yeah. Her, her, oh her dad, God. he paid exactly Chris. He, I, can't, well, I can't wait for the Father's Day special. There's stuff I can't say this episode yet, but there's stuff that Father's Day special we're going to do. That is so uh, funny. You know, um, every every word in the English language is derived from Greek. Anyways, it's okay. Slide the mice. Next out. one. Don't uh, just leave her. It's fine. Uh, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? To my younger self. Okay, so I do listen to every podcast, and I think it would be just a collection of every advice that those young guys give. They are all great. So, for me personally. I have no regrets. I think uh, I would not say nothing to my young self because everything that I want in life is kind I have. But I would say write your own story. Don't Love let any va- anybody 
tells your chapters. You tell your story. Good, bad, ugly. Everything is a, is a learning experience. Don't have no regrets. Love it. That's really good. I like yeah. that. I love that. Yeah, no Write reg- your own story. That's cool. Yeah. Right. No regrets, but live in the moment. You know what? Take everything in for what it is. Live in the moment. Be present. Always be present. Don't don't think about the future. That'll get there. Yep. Think of what's happening now. Take it all in, because in the end, it becomes all a blur if it's not if you don't live in the moment. Live in the present moment. Actually, that's one thing I keep telling myself to be more like in the moment. I'm just like always thinking so far ahead. Yeah. That's one thing I think I'm good at. I can I know exactly what's happening. You're like, more about the moment. I'm more about the yeah, future. Yeah, I'm about right now because if there's <laughs> especially over the last year, if there's one thing I learned is like life can be gone in a heartbeat. So yeah. uh, I did have and one. And we don't have we don't need much to live, right? Yeah. Like the like you were saying, yeah. the pandemic is all the little things that bring you happiness. Yep. We have everything. Yep. Do you know, sorry, on that like on that point, like I, I say this like you know people could listen and say, oh yeah, what do you, you know you guys have everything? What do you what do you mean? Like, not necessarily like it's a lot more you want to attain and, and all these things. But like if I honestly, if I could do one, people it's on cast too. If you could do one thing right now, like what's the first thing you would do? If someone said the pandemic's gonna end in two weeks and you even had time to plan a vacation or anything, I wouldn't do any of that. I would honestly plan a barbecue in my backyard with just my like, closest friends and family. That's it. Like start at like noon and just go for like twenty four hours. Open house. But that's all I want. Yeah. Like I want to party either my parents' house, honestly, or the Liorty house. Like, that's <laughs> honestly. But like the, because like the basement after. Really, yeah, like those. I don't see those of moments. Like even when we do like Easter at the house and all that. I don't really think I take those for granted because like I literally I live for seeing all my cousins and all that. Since I was a kid, you run around to you freaking sweaty and like you know all these things. But even now as we're old, like you just have Christmas and all this stuff. Like when you're there, you're just like. Everything's perfect. Everything's so happy. Everybody just wants to be here. People actually want to sit and talk to you. It's not like you're out in re- you know the bars or here. It's like it's it's real. Well, so people anyways, want to sit and talk to us at the bars too, man. We're interesting. No, people. I know, oh. but I just wanted to add that. Like I just I really yeah. like that's the first thing I would do. I, I got one more just because I'm pretty sure we've already heard the, the. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Um, what is something that in the last year you are extremely grateful for? My family. You know, like. Uh, I don't need anybody else. Of course, I love my friends. I love uh, entertaining. But like those little moments that we spend in family now means a lot more. Because with the pandemic, we saw that everything can be taken away so easily. So just cheer the moments. Yeah, my family and uh, my newest member in my family. And being grateful that I became a grandmother this year. Which is great. Yeah. 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 So... Exciting. Plus one. Yeah, fit, there we go. Fit grandmother. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's why I got to stay fit. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you got to you you a young, you got a granddaughter, you got to show a good example for her. Yeah. yeah. Got to get her walking with me soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, usually we do this for our guests, but whatever, we're going to do it anyways. Um, if people want to find out more about you guys, what you're doing, where can they go? How can they find you? Ricky's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I met on Instagram. <laughs> Elaine. <Wait. laughs> What was, wait, sorry. What did you put as your first handle on cast before it was Anastasia? Your mom? Did it, put like, it was like George's mom like or something? George's mom or something, yeah. The best is someone made there something cool and then my mom went from Elaine to Elaine Pura Vida. I was like, mom, why'd you change it? Elaine's sick. Well, someone else had a cool name. I wanted a cool name. I was like, <laughs> Elaine is a cool name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least the best, the original. But I remember my mom, mom was like, my I mom and dad. An, I didn't put Anna and Anastasia. No, it no. was like cast mom or like. Yeah. 
George is or something. Because my dad did the same version for the man. I was like, guys, I love you and I love the support beyond I can imagine. But like, it doesn't hurt my feelings if you take your name. The best part now is like all first names are gone now, basically. I don't think there's any original first names anymore. No, I don't there, know. There's a lot of stuff taken. Like it's, there, there might be, you know, 2,500, 3,000 users. I'm sure. Hey, there's a lot of different problems. names Good. now that people are. use Maybe it. So. Some unique ones. I don't know. Go sign up and find out. But Well, uh, yes. on Instagram, I changed. I was my full name, Anastasia, at Anastasia Boutsalis. But now I'm Anastasia underscore B underscore fit. fit. There Honestly, we go. I, I he doesn't like underscore, no, but I no, said no, I needed no. to shorten it. No, <laughs> I never said I like underscores. Well, your other handles I didn't like because I said you should embrace who you are and don't have yes, fake Yes, because I created some other ones because I wanted to take my fitness away, but I said, but no, that's yeah, this is me. And I told her embrace who she is and I said, and then she came up with Anastasia B Fit. For those who don't know, her last name is Bootsalis. So I thought that was insanely clever for my mom. I actually met her. I was like, mom, this is amazing. And I'll, honestly, I have to call myself all the times when I'm wrong because I criticized my mom for having another Instagram. And Becca said, you're a hypocrite. You have three Instagrams. <laughs> Do not get mad at your mom. <laughs> but if you're going to get mad, then you hold that one. So shout out to Becca. Becca. There we go. Like, well, you know what? I will it's have true. a second one after this weekend because we get a new puppy this weekend. So oh, there we go. Puppy no, might have yeah, its own Instagram. Guys, if you hey. made it. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank yes, you. we haven't said that. Thank you. This is the Mother's Day special. Thank you. Which we would have said in the thanks intro. Thanks for everything you guys do for us. Yeah, thanks for birthing us. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for changing putting up. your bodies. Thanks for putting, putting up, up with us. us. Yeah. And, and, to, and thanks, it's for, been thanks for casting. A great ride. That's my life. Yeah. <laughs> and to all the beautiful mothers out there listening, we thank each and every one of you. We appreciate you. You're all amazing. And we hope that your sons and husbands and family members treat you amazing on this wonderful day. Aww. Love you all. Happy Mother's Day. Happy, Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Cheers. Peace. Peace. Oh, you should do a heart. <laughs> oh, that you way. <laughs> you like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.